Get ready for an uplifting experience with Coached Soul. Join us as we bring you the dynamic duo of Steve Hudgens, a licensed professional counselor, and Kenya Evelyn, a transformational leadership coach. Together, they'll guide you through engaging episodes filled with valuable insights and actionable tips on mental health, relationships, self-care, emotional well-being, and personal growth. Coached Soul is your go-to podcast for empowering discussions that will help you thrive. So let's get started and welcome our hosts, Steve and Kenya. Hey, welcome back to Coach Soul. I am so excited because one month is down. We have a month and a half left and we are uh, getting into spring and March. It's February. It's Valentine's Day. Oh, it's the month of month. love. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, I'm single. You're married. I mean, we got a different viewpoint of relationships going on. And I think that would be a great way to start with uh, February and just talking about the dynamics of a relationship. Mm. I I, I want to start just saying, I don't think we have different viewpoints. We just have different realities. We have actually very similar points. And I'm excited to unveil to the listeners um, in the relationship you're at, if you're in the relationship with yourself and a lookout and awareness to what's out there, or if you actually have a significant other, what does it, what does it even mean to be in February and to be so close to Valentine's? You know, and that's the other thing too, Kenya, is that the the two different perspectives, male and mm -hmm. female, mm -hmm. uh, it's that we, I feel, uh, and I think we both talked about this off mic, that we both agree that we are in alignment with our process of thinking. To yes. our audience, it's we bring authenticity. It's that not that we are uh, the know-it-alls, we go through things ourselves and, and, and dive into things that kind of trigger us. But at the same point in time, uh, I believe that Kenya and I are able to um, work around That's a lot right. of the triggers that we have. And so we want to pass this knowledge on to you. Yes. Uh, it, it's not a cookie cutter approach. You, you no. have to be able to take what's it can apply to you. Go ahead, Kenya. Beautiful. Well, I, I want to put it out there that if you bring yourself back to when we started this podcast, and I mean you and I, not you with yourself, it started with you interviewing me. Uh, yes. And then the conversation, and that's the word, the conversation, it wasn't really an interview. It was so natural and was so beautiful that you invited me back. Let's have a, a continuation of this conversation. Next thing you know, you invited me to co-host. This is called chemistry. This is called the polarity of the male and female that it just flows. It was so natural. And outside of here, we're friends. Outside of here, we, you know, the other day we, we, we had a little friction and we clean up because we're humans yes. and because we, we don't want to go forward with any expectations. The expectation is to show up create conversations that add value to the listeners, that add value to us. Many times I'm making notes as we're talking. <laughs> it's like, oh, wow, that was really good. And I see you writing as well. And that is the natural flow of the masculine and feminine. 
and how we just want more of. You know, the way I think of it, of, of our conversation, so fluid that we're H2O. Exactly. I could be hydrogen, but you've got this oxygen that breathes life into this. And so thank you so much for that, Kenya. Absolutely. And is that's what we want in our intimate relationship. We call what we have a friendship and a partnership because there is not the the romance involved. But this is Valentine's. Let's talk about romance. So a good topic would be, can men and women be friends? 100%. How, how do we create the boundaries? Should there be boundaries? Well, of course, there should be boundaries. So you and I have a different relationship with the word boundaries. Right. Yes. Every time I'm used now, I'm used because you use it all the time. But <laughs> I don't really see it as boundaries, because when okay. I say when I hear boundaries, I hear that I I, sh- I hear shield, I hear protection. Okay. And for me, I am I, I'm taking a stand. I have taken a stand to be a fully expressed woman. That means that I trust my cord. I trust my grounding cord so deeply that I'm able to go wide. So when I think about uh, in therapy and dealing with couples and individuals, you know, a lot of times we get into the mode of people pleasing that we forget about, you know, that we are a person too. And so when I think about boundaries, I think of boundaries as a fence. It's movable, right? Yes. But it's being self-aware that I'm not crossing a boundary that compromises myself into people-pleasing and hurting myself. Mm -hmm. It's awareness. When you lean into people-pleasing, you're not grounded. True. You see perspective? Yes. You you got out of you, and now your energy is into something else, somebody else, into you lost your mattering, you lost your word. Now, hang with me. That doesn't mean that I can don't fall into people-pleasing every now and then because I spend most of my life in that mode without knowing my voice, knowing my power. I didn't even know what that meant. People would say, stood in your power. I'm like, what do you mean? What do you mean? I, I, I'm taking a stand. I have taken a stand to live a fully expressed life, which also means that Steve is fully expressed because I'm not alone in this world. Right. But I will not shush and say, okay, whatever you want. If I if I am not authentic in my core, because that creates resentment in my field, it creates resentment in my body. Because I really said a yes, wanting to say no. You know, one of the things that that I I'm hearing, you know, when we get into talking about relationships, is that uh, the man says, "Well, I don't feel respected." Mm-hmm. And the thing that I say to him is, if you don't respect yourself. You can't command respect. I will go because- deeper. Yes, I will. I will go deeper. I would say, what w- describe this respect for you? Because yes. there's a, there's specific series of actions and behavior for each person. For instance, if my husband say, "I don't feel respected," I would say, "In which way?" Oh, I said blah blah blah, and you dismiss my word in front of the kids. See what I'm saying? Okay. So it was Good very point. specific and I was not aware. I was like, oh my gosh, I don't, I think I had an agenda about the kids and I didn't even heard you talking to them. This is true story. Yeah. So I encourage the, the couples right there to really go deeper. Tell me more. 
tell me more in which way is that about you want you know you want a more service like some men especially latino men they want more they want their meals on time you know they want things ready around the house uh, but it could be a matter of i want to be noticed i'm i'm going to say something very um again it's authentic to me please listen to my heart women out there men would like would love for us to be puppies please listen let me finish my <laughs> sentence <laughs> Don't interrupt. Don't react. If you're driving, don't crash the car. You know how when you open the door and the puppy gets so excited? Oh, he's home. Ah, she's home. And wagging your tail like they just want to be so noticed that they are here. I bet that your relationship will totally change if you stop what you're doing and say, hi, honey, give it a kiss. Maybe don't need to wag your booty, but, you know, just... Hi, I'm noticing That you. wouldn't hurt either, you know, wagging. No, it wouldn't hurt either. It wouldn't. It wouldn't. You know, from a man's perspective, it's um, I do when when I uh, when I was married, I would enjoy being able to be greeted. Exactly. And you know, the the thing is, the kids are all excited and coming up to you and stuff, and so it it's we we do want to be noticed because at work, what do we do all day? We lead. Most of the men that are in the work category, we lead uh, in our thought processing of trying to fix, trying to produce, trying to work, and trying to problem solve. That sometimes we need to know, hey, it's okay. Yes. And you know, uh, one of the things that that I noticed about you, you know, we we want women to be complimentary. What exactly. do I mean by that? It's if the man is is going into the kitchen. And he's taken the initiative to put the cups into the dishwasher. And his wife comes up to him and says, uh, you're not doing that right. You need to place the cups here. Put the dishes here. The man's going to feel emasculated, unappreciated when all she had to say, babe, thank you so much for doing this for me. That's what we're looking for. And that's happened to me. A hundred percent. And you know what it has happened to me too? I yeah. was the woman that said, hey, little cups to the left, big cups to the right, you know, an inch together. Please listen to my heart, y'all. By now with three kids and two dogs, I'm just so glad that somebody's doing it. Like, really? Right? Like, like, really? Just <laughs> do it? And then, then unload it and it's one less thing. And I, I'm not, I don't even look so I don't get triggered. But that's another thing. If I am, if the perfectionist in me is going to show up to play a role because things didn't get, you know, that my kid did uh, the stairs just in the middle, not in the corners. I'm so grateful you picked up the vacuum. Like that was huge. Thank you. Well, you know, it's, it's literally it's, counting your blessings. Yes. And and men want to feel that appreciated. It's not the, that uh, women say, well, I, he doesn't thank me for taking out the trash. He doesn't thank me for this. And, and what I'm hearing in both sides, men and women, when I do couples counseling, is they're not being noticed. No one. Correct. And so, so, so Steve, let's talk, let's talk about the women too. Yes. Okay. Cause I'm, yes. I'm hearing, I'm, I'm sensing my women. Okay. What about me? Yes. Well, be noticed. Like, man, when she shows up in whatever which hair, she's beautiful. Notice. How are you? Here's here's some water. 
um, there's some little things that my husband still do. And and by the way, right now, when he comes home, I mean, we both work from home, but, you know, he has things that he does outside of the house as well. Um, we we blow a kiss to each other because literally the dogs and the kids, everybody's around him. Like, right. hey. <laughs> catch. You know, catch. But, you know, it's just some things that we do. And I like to be noticed. Sometimes we text each other. Hey, I, I noticed you 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 did something with the garage. You just did this this week. Thank you for taking all the boxes out. I mean, a little something, something. If you are in this marriage and you were aiming for a beautiful marriage, take notice of how are you creating that beauty? And are you creating that beauty? Or you are taking bomb. So get clear. What are you doing? Do you want more of 2023, 2022, 2021? Or you're aiming for the marriage of your dreams, the relationship of your dreams. And you get to know as a leader that we spoke last month that you generate that love. You and generate a lot of that, that noticing. A lot of that. I want, I, want to, I want to step this up a little bit more. Because a lot of it is is how are we thinking? It's perspective. It's attitude that's in the marriage. Yes. Because we have these mother-father wounds that we can feel slighted. And so we become reactive. But I shifted how I do therapy because most people say marriage is 50-50. They say 100-100. I disagree. And here's why. When I think about faith-based, and the preachers or whatever will talk about Jesus washing the apostles' feet, well, what was he doing? Well, he was serving. He was teaching them how to serve. I disagree. I disagree with ministers that he was teaching them how to serve, and here's why. Because on earth, he was in three years in his ministry with his apostles, always teaching them daily how to serve. But when it comes to the intimate piece of touching someone's foot and washing it, you are serving, but you're serving out of love. That's what he was teaching them, putting love in your serving. And when I think about as a couple, mm. it's not about a tit for tat, because that's what 50-50 does. You do this, so okay, I got the other 49% today. No, it is about serving one another out of love and not respecting anything back. To me, that is unconditional love. That's right. I want to offer a word for the vision you just put it out there. Sure. The word is intimacy. Yes. Intimacy. It breaks it down to into me, you see. Mm. Into me, you see. You take the moment to touch with intention. It could be in her hand or it could be in his shoulder and create connection, like genuine connection. I see you. Thank you. I love you. I'm, I'm, I want to reset. Let's, right. let's do it different this year. It, it makes such a difference because of the energetic shift. And let me tell you something for those out there that say, you don't understand, that sounds very beautiful, but my relationship, blah, 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 blah. And you have a big story around it. I just want to listen to what your story is and say, I love you. And it's a freaking story. 
everyone can choose to reset. Everyone. The question is, are you more married to the story or you're married to your person? If you claim that she is your person, if you claim that he's your person, then you owe it to yourself and you owe it to him to reset and create something different and leave the past behind and be in the present moment to bring you Valentine's coming up. What do you want to tell her? Maybe you don't give her anything but a letter of intention or a little card. And, and that right there, we'll, we'll talk about that next week because it's going okay. to be Valentine's Day tomorrow of next week. And so that's one of the things that we want to talk about is the gift exchanging, should there be? You know, that's a question up for debate there. But when I, when I hear with intention. Intention. You know, when I think about some of these things, I, I deal with couples and, and, and some are narcissist. It's about me. And then, the, you know, then I, it's the other codependent. And so I want, I want. And so it comes a human magnet syndrome between the two of them. And it's a toxic relationship. So, so when I hear you say that we need to reset mm -hmm. in our, in our self and our being, uh, I don't like the expression. I'm sorry. I don't like that song. Let it go. How do you let it go? We can't let it go. It's how do we manage the energy that we're in that makes the difference? It's the shift of a mindset of, of being able to either manage the, the, the negative, which I think rocks that's behind us, picking that heavy stuff up and building a bridge over troubled waters for tomorrow. So when you say reset, it's easy for you and I, because we know. But no, it's not easy. Actually, it, it's not easy. Mm -mm. So how do you do it? Can you, okay. uh, how would so, you help our audience? So I love you, Steve, and I will be um, respectfully disagree. I love the song, Let It Go. <laughs> I do have a little girl. It's annoying, yes. but it means a lot to me because I actually have a connection with the idea of Let It Go. And okay. if you're watching this in video, I'm holding... Um, you know, a, a hair piece, <sighs> a crunchy, scrunchy. And um, let it go for me is like, this is what he did to me. This is, this is what happened. This is what my mother did. This, and you're holding on. And, and if, if I'm holding, what happens with my hand? Am I relaxed or am I squeezing? You're tight. I'm tight. So let it go. It's a physical and emotional decision of surrender so now i'm here and you know elsa she's her arms are up when she's singing let it go so she's freeing she's letting go she's i am choosing to i don't know how i'm detached from the how so your question is how do you i am actually detached from the how i'm in the decision and in the decision to allow my body to relax and surrender about whatever i have been attached the story the suffering what he did what she did but my Kenya, kids my dogs I, that that puts a woman in a vulnerable spot okay but here's the thing does it or it brings the power back to her oh does Come it? on now, a hundred percent. Because if I'm holding on to something, who has my energy? The thing. The scrunchie has my energy. 
The, right. the story has my energy. He has my energy. My mom has my energy. The kids have my energy. I got nothing. So imagine that that this container right here that I have, this is my amount of daily energy, which is true, by the way. We have an amount. If I'm opening up and I'm giving, the, my energy goes to the kids, to the dog, to the cows, to this clients, to Steve podcast. What's left to me? Right. Nothing. And then all this cords, all this energetic story that I'm carrying my shoulders. And then I'm, I'm so stressed out that I can't breathe. That's why letting go as a decision, I don't, the forget about the how. You're here. If you don't think you can, that you're in victim mentality, back to leadership. You can. You own your word. It's your body. Your independent soul. And that, and that goes for for men and women because a hundred percent. You know, when we come to a relationship, it's like I wrote in my book, "The Journey, Not the Destination," chapter two about the baggage. And now we I, have an audiobook. All right. And, and yes, my audiobook is now released on Amazon, and it's all in four you know different formats. But in that chapter two, the baggage, it it didn't hit me when I flew uh, to Seattle to take the the cruise ship to Alaska and Canada. Yes. That I saw people who were tired and I got frustrated because I was carrying my luggage around too. But I didn't put this in my book. It's an afterthought that when I had to go to the restroom, I didn't want to carry my luggage with me. Yeah. You ever try to go to the bathroom with luggage? It's difficult because uh, I'm traveling by it's myself. Yes, I don't have a partner. So I asked somebody, do you mind watching my baggage? Sometimes we need to be able to build trust in another person yes. to provide our feelings and emotions too. It's scary. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, when are we going to be able to let it go, so to speak, and trust the other person they got you in, your, in their emotion? 100%. Okay, so if that is a question, my answer is you've got to be able to trust yourself first. Oh, so much true. Because if I don't trust me, then I am actually picking the wrong person. Because I'm the one that picking. I'm picking the wrong friend. I'm picking the wrong job. I'm picking the wrong fill the blank. How I'm spending my time. I'm just leaking all my energy all around to everyone. And I am putting myself last. And when we do I don't, I don't that. trust that I deserve. I don't trust that I that I can. And and when when I hear that and seeing that, it compromises the relationship between two people. Whether you're just getting started into a relationship. Oh my gosh, the feelings and the butterflies and all that just starts stirring within and the dopamine comes in and that's what makes us dopes because we're not seeing what we need to see, right? But when we get into to, to relationships or marriages, it's how do we allow that to happen so that there is safety and security, so to speak, with being able to trust mm. what I'm doing is, is okay. So without being too heady, Steve. Yes. Because 
if you're just listening to this, you will feel like, oh, do I need to get pen and paper? Because she's going to give me the formula. He's going to give me the formula. The formula is how you feel. Yes. It's always how you feel. It's what I call your 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 frequency. So if you feel that your body's tight, probably not the right time to make decisions. Because that decision will come from a place of um, not enough protection, closeness, just like our body's so smart, like the way God designed everything. It's all speaking, your energetic field, speaking to your physical, your mind, your emotions. If you have a headache, not the right time to talk. Like be with what's coming up for you and aim to self-mastery. Well, like what songs lifts you up? What smells bring you back to your heart? What kind of things make you smile? Do you have a favorite tea, a favorite coffee? Like really trigger yourself to feel good so that you can build great relationships with yourself. Right. Started. That's why we started today with prayer meditation, because you're putting yourself first. You, your relationship with yourself, your relationship with God, your relationship with your body. If you choose to live in this earth with joy, you have got to shift that putting yourself first is not selfish. That loving yourself instead of loving others first. Um, it is the ultimate recipe, recipe for joy and happiness, truly. And you get to be the evidence. You get to lead the way to that if you have not had any example. Oh, you don't understand my father, my mother, nobody does that. Or that. You don't understand. I wake up, the kids are screaming. Then you only to yourself to wake up 30 minutes before so you can ground yourself. And let's say one day that you slept through. Then after the kids are settled, you own to yourself to close the door and stay five minutes. It's you know, uh, that, that's just a great way to end this podcast and, and recognizing of, of, of self-love. And, and it's not that it's selfish. And speaking of love, that's a great end of podcast because next week, we're just going to call it Lovecast instead of podcast, sort of like the mm-hmm. TV show. The Sounds love delicious. Love. So let's end it here and uh, y'all go out with love this week and be ready for next week. God bless. Take care. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Coached Soul, where we aim to empower and uplift you on your journey towards personal growth and well-being. Remember, as you navigate through life, you don't have to do it alone. We encourage you to reach out to professionals, seek support from loved ones, and take the time to prioritize your own well-being. Stay tuned for future episodes filled with even more valuable insights and actionable tips. Remember, you have the power to thrive. And with Coach at Soul by your side, anything is possible. Until next time, take care, stay empowered, and keep shining your brightest light. For more information, contact Kenya at kenyacoachedsoul.com.